Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. And Amy. how did you know? How did you know? Amy, I told you bitches from the beginning that that <laughs> Teresa was manipulating this whole fucking situation. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where we... I, I got nothing, Steph. I got nothing. I'm brain dead. Can you fill in here? A podcast where we tell you we love you in front of your family and then say, hey, hey, haha, JK, just kidding. Psych! <laughs> Do you psych when we're yeah, Of course! <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. You'd be like, I love you, psych. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. That's exactly Gary, what happened. He pulled the ultimate psych out. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. Gary uh, pulled the ultimate <laughs> psych. I love it. We are here today. I'm Amy Archer. I'm here with the, the noodle to my sauce, Steph. And we are here to talk about Golden Batch. The finale It's what we've all been uh-huh. waiting for. I was right. Can I do a victory lap? You I, was right. Right. I was right. You I right. was right. I was right. I knew right. he was going to pick her. I, I knew it from the beginning. No, I shouldn't say that because I was like bragging that he was going to pick Joan from the beginning. Okay. I know. And I do think if Joan stayed, he probably would have picked her. Oh, yeah, I do too. Here's my thing with Teresa. This is, I would like to address why okay. people seem to hate her so much. <laughs> okay. I feel like. People tend to generally root for the underdog. And so many of us women of a certain age saw ourselves in Leslie, you uh-huh. know, somebody who might not have great credit, doesn't have an amazing financial background, uh-huh. made some mistakes in loves, got a couple ex-husbands trailing along, <laughs> who amongst us, right? Right, right. 
So I feel like a lot of us saw ourselves in her. And of course, Teresa, the goody two-shoes, got picked. Right. Because she was the girl in high school who got picked for everything. And first. Yes. And Mm -hmm. so I feel like there's a little bit of that. And I don't think Teresa's a bad person. I really don't. No, I don't either. I I think she's deserving of the hate that she's getting. I just think, unfortunately, she's gonna. She comes off as somebody who's, you know, kind of lived a, a life of privilege. In that, yeah. she gets everything she wants. However, mm. she's been with that guy Billy since she was fourteen. Fourteen. I know. That's why I'm like, yeah. I don't know. Like, okay. right. oh, I don't. You know, I hated her. I mean, I called her Saw for weeks. She she does look like Saw, but I will tell you this: I thought that was some bad plastic surgery. But we saw footage and pictures of her as a young person. Yeah. That's not plastic surgery. No. Bonkers, so right? if she was involved in the Saw franchise, the film <laughs> franchise, that happened as a young woman. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. Anyway. Um, oh, so, so talk about it. Now, let me ask you a question. Would you cover The Golden Bachelorette? A hundred million percent, yes. Okay. Steph and I talked about this, and she's like, do you think we should cover the regular Bachelor? And I'm like, absolutely not. What makes this fun is that it's older people. <laughs> I know. Oldies like us trying Oldies. to find love on, on the Bachelor. I know. I know. But, you That's know. what it makes could, it fun. Could, I know. Right. Absolutely right. It's just, you know. I'm not interested in seeing 20 really hot 20-somethings competing for a That's man. a good I'm point. not interested. Mm-mm. That's a really good point. And mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Although, what I will say this week is I was not expecting <laughs> Charlie and Peyton to be like grown-ass women. They're I thought they were like women. 12 and 13. <laughs> <laughs> They're grown-ass women. This yeah. whole time in my head, Charlie and Peyton are like preteens. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. They are... They're grown-ups. They are, well, let's think about this. They've got to be very low 20s, right? Yeah. Yes. But they're not as as young as I thought they were. You thought like, yeah, you thought- No, I really thought they were like- Somebody Rory's age would show up. Well, maybe, yes. (laughs) Like a five or six-year-old. Yeah. Yes. Um, That would be amazing. Let me ask you, how did you feel about the whole season? Did you enjoy it? I mean, I really enjoyed this. I loved every fucking second of it. Mm-hmm. I loved every second. Me too. And me too. I'm going to miss some of these people. Like, Gabagool and Kathy need to be in my life <laughs> in some capacity. Um, Kathy like, will be joining us later, correct? Oh, God, great. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we were supposed to record this on Saturday, and Stephanie had a really hard work week, and she was just burned out. And she said to me, can we record Sunday? Because um, if you want Kathy, I can't give her to you. And I was like, <laughs> well, get it. It's off. <laughs> That's exactly what I said. I just yeah. couldn't. Don't forget Kathy it. Was, we- Kathy was... Ty, she was in the archives. <laughs> we can't, uh, we can't have an episode of Golden Batch without Kathy weighing in on this bullshit. Can we talk about how fucking great she looked? I mean, she looked good, but she—I feel like she's had so so many fillers pumped into that face. I, I don't know, know what's going on. I don't there. care. I'm here for her. She's my fucking queen, I mean, and I love her. To, to I love each your own, whatever. But 
I mean, she looks she looks fine. I love Kathy. I love Gabagool. I wish Gabagool would be the next Golden Bachelorette. Could you imagine? <laughs> no. I oh feel like God. she's the kind of broad that, like, after a couple of drinks with the guys, she's, like, bench-pressing the shortest guy in the room. <laughs> she's smoking a – you know she's smoking a cigar. cigar. Yes! She yes! 100% smokes cigars when she has a couple drinks yes, in her. Does. Mm-hmm. Yes, she does. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love yep. her. I love her. I love her. Oh, I love her so much. <laughs> <laughs> she's amazing. All right. So, Stephanie has notes. This is The Golden Bachelor, season one, the finale. Take us away. Where the fuck to even start? This episode was so fucking long and I have way too many notes and I'm going to try really hard to just blow through them. Okay. Sounds good. Um, So I'm just really only care about a few important things. Yes. Go ahead. So blah, blah, blah in the beginning. Um, Gary is talking to the camera. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Gary is talking to the camera and he's telling us, you know, what – about each of the women. And he says, when he's with Leslie, they become lost in each other. Words become unnecessary because they're just busy banging. Okay, you guys? Can, can I do it in the Gary voice? Oh, please when do I, it. When I'm with Leslie, words don't even matter. All I care about is banging her head off the headboard. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand... We, I had a great date with Teresa in the beginning, but then we had quite a lull. Yeah. But yeah. since that overnight, things uh, are looking different. And I'm just like, uh, bear, check a bear, bear. Yeah, what, what happened do in this overnight? Was she swinging from like the fucking chandelier? Because that's all we hear is this overnight. Something happened and I need to know what it was. Can I be what really gross think? for a minute? Can I be Please. really gross for a minute? Of course. Guys, fast forward 30 seconds if you don't want to hear me say something really gross. <laughs> Never mind. I don't even know what I want to say. Do you, oh, think God. She blew, do you think she blew him to completion? <laughs> well, it probably didn't take long. <laughs> do you think? Wow. <laughs> Mom, I mean, if only you could see me now, Mom. You're so <laughs> proud of me. <laughs> if only you could see me now. I love it. Yeah, so anyway. I, anyhow, so the but daughters are there. The type, right? That she would put in all that work. Yeah. Oh, fuck, of course she does. That's yeah. why she won. Yeah. So okay. we meet her, his daughters, Jenny and Angie. Again, not what I was expecting. Mm-mm. Pleasantly Mm-mm. surprised by how normal Mm-mm. they were. Yep. They're pretty cool. Um, I don't, I took notes on the meeting of the families and like the girls and the women. I think it's pretty boring. I don't think anything really happened. They were very, they were very impressed with Teresa. Teresa. Yes. And you could see with Leslie, they were less impressed, but she was laying on that victim card pretty heavy. Well, and I think Leslie kind of blew it with them when, when they asked her, like, would you accept our father's proposal? And she was kind of like. Eh, I'm really scared about being committed to somebody. I know. If I'm a daughter, I'm going to be like, mm. mm-hmm. peace. Yeah. Yeah. Not happening. Mm-hmm. So blah, blah, blah. That's all I've got. And we're just going to fast forward to the good stuff because where I feel like this shit really picks up is when he's outside on the bench after all the, the meetings with the daughters and you see him with Teresa and they're just making out hardcore. I, I could do without this instantly. Yeah. 
And then we jump over and he's on the same bench with Leslie and there's a huge shift. And I feel it and so the fuck does she. There's a big shift a la Brennan and Emily on Married at First Sight this week. Big Mm -hmm. shift. Big shift. Just silence. (laughs) Um, I don't need to see them making out just like I don't need to see Hope and Doc making out on Virgin River. Agreed. 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 Um, so we're going to fast forward again to the dates okay. and we're just going to jump right into this date. Go ahead. Take, take us there. Poor Leslie looks really nervous and I feel bad for her. She's beautiful. She's so fucking gorgeous. And I could, she's saying, you know, she's confident in what she has, what they have, but she's scared. And I'm thinking, fuck, I am too. Mm-hmm. So they're sitting on the couch drinking wine and she asks how he is because she can tell yeah. And he just says he's sorry. Yeah. The stress and pressure and time running out, you know, he's losing his shit. She empathizes, but she says she's in tune with him. Something's off. He's apologizing profusely, but he's made up his mind 100%. Mm-hmm. And he asks for a fresh start. Okay? Okay? Notice mm-hmm. how he talks to her. Why does he yeah, do he, this? I don't know. He, he I, I didn't, I know exactly what you're talking he about. He like talks at her like she's a kid. Like he's trying to convince her. Like when you throw the okay question mark at the end of like your thought, you know. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. By I'm the way, I just want to pause right here and say a, a listener emailed me the um, the Hollywood Reporter article that tells Ooh. us the truth about Gary. I'll yes. address, we'll address that at the end. Let's, Let's just go do. through with what we saw Please. without that mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. being interfering. Yeah. So Leslie gives him a gift. And the minute she he opens it, I'm like, oh, damn it, she didn't. Dude, listen up, everybody. What was Guys, the gift? I forget. It was like a fucking memory book of all their dates and That's photos. Right. And I'm That's like, right. That's uh, right. The one don't they the one date they the one had date. on the quads. Mm-hmm. On the quads, yeah. yeah terrorized her. Thinking like guys don't. Oh, want and then this. he made her rappel down a fucking cliff. Right. Cliff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Every moment you've chronicled is so much fun. Meeting you <laughs> is a blessing. Like <laughs> come on. You you so, better stop doing that because you're slipping into Kathy. I'm slipping into Kathy. Yeah, you slip oh. into Kathy a little bit when you get in. I could hear her. I could hear her coming All right. through. All right. I'm okay. going to try really hard. You have to let me do it in the weird Barney voice. Okay. <laughs> in the Barney voice. I know. So she tells him that she loves him. And he says, that's such a special sentiment. My God, Gary, just shut the fuck yeah. up. Yeah. Just Boy, that makes me feel special when you tell me Mm -hmm. you love me. You know what he is? You could pull his lines, some of his lines, and put them in a Teddy Ruxpin soundtrack. Oh, Amy. Mm -hmm. I had a Teddy Ruxpin. Oh, Mm -hmm. I have stories of him. Imagine squeezing the Teddy Ruxpin, right? And he would say, that makes me feel special. He would say Gary's lines. Oh my God, I nailed it. That's what it is. That's totally what it is. And Mm -hmm. I had a Teddy Ruxpin that I begged for in like 1986 or something ridiculous. And he used to start talking in the middle of the night when I was sleeping and it would scare the shit out of me. So I hit him in the back of my Nothing like nightmare fuel. Jesus Christ. What if he started saying Gary's things? Like, Gee, Leslie, I appreciate that you let me bang you in the overnight suite. Oh, God. Dude, so then he's just like, I think it's time for me to go. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, and he leaves. And I'm just, dude, this is so bad. And then I notice as he's walking out that she's in room 221. And I'm like, that's it. It's the odd number. Stay away from odd numbers, everybody. I, I agree with you on luck. this. I agree with you on bad this. It's a weird luck. thing we both have, but it is true. Mm-hmm. So he's mm-hmm. crying in the stairwell. She's sobbing in the room. And then he decides that he has to go back and make it even worse. And he mm-hmm. does. So basically, he goes back and he says, it's been difficult, and I've made a decision on how I want to go about this. I have fallen in love with Teresa, and that's the direction I'm going to take. And she's like, so everything you said to me was a lie? Mm -hmm. Um, Pretty much, yeah. And he's like, oh, well, you could say it in the Barney voice, but the short of it is that he felt those things in the moment. He got caught up in his emotions because he was letting himself feel the process 100% with every woman. You have and that's to go. How did, did. how did we used to get to- Teddy Ruxpin to talk? Did you squeeze something on him? It was his it? ear. Didn't you used to like pinch okay, his ear? Okay, so you go, you go bing, bing, bing and that'll be you squeezing his ear. Okay, go ahead. I think it was the ear. Bing, right, bing. Ahead. Well, I'm sorry that I banged you and left you, but sometimes banging just isn't enough. This is just how my life always goes. No one ever chooses me. Oh, <laughs> just doesn't matter anymore. Girl. Okay, I want to say two things about this. I know. Number one, I am, I do appreciate that he did it this way without making her put on, like she said, that $60,000 dress and standing in Costa Rica and, you know, being humiliated. Me too. Um, I'm glad he did it this way. But number two, Leslie, you dodged you dodged a bullet, girl. Big time. Mm-hmm. Big this time. is not the right guy for for you. He's no. just not. You would have been bored with him. Dude, although, we have been saying that. No, we have been saying that from the beginning. Although, would he? You know what, though? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He took her rock climbing and shit. Who knows? Know. Who knows? Who, but I, I don't think he's. Know. I don't think he needs enough fixing for Leslie. If you know what I mean. There's no way to know. So she's Mm -hmm. sobbing. He's hugging her. He feels terrible. You can tell that the dude feels bad, you know? Mm -hmm. Don't think that way. And she's like, well, you know what, Gary? No offense, but I can think whatever the fuck I want right now. I'm like, whoa. And the live studio audience, including Gabagool, was like, woohoo, you go, girl, you go. Mm -hmm. And did you see Ellen? Ellen had some amazing eye rolls. Yes, she did. Like they I, almost went back in her head. She was rolling her eyes so hard. Even took some yeah. pictures, mm-hmm. and I'll post them in the good. group later. Yep. Yeah. I just feel terrible because she's like, I'm heartbroken once again, and now I have to do it in front of the whole world, for the whole world once again to see how broken I am. And yeah. Just, oh, that was so hard. Yep. Yep. But at the end of the day, she wants him to be happy, and Teresa's a great girl, and that's it. He leaves. And she did you did you notice they're constantly zooming in on the women, but mostly Faith? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I've got some great shots of Gabagool. Oh, our girl. Okay. So Hot Guy comes out to give Gary a hug. Hot Guy is Jesse Palmer. He's Hot Guy. So okay. then. Gary, you know, we see, we finally see the scene that we've been seeing clips of every week about how he took a good person and broke their heart and blah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then we're going to squeeze the Teddy Ruxpin. Squeeze the Teddy Ruxpin. Pink, pink. <laughs> <laughs> she does it up by her ear, guys. It's so cute. <laughs> Do it again just for me. Pink, 
Do you want to take a video of it? <laughs> no, I, I don't know how to do that. Anyway. Um, <clears throat> Sometimes I feel like a big piece of shit because I took a girl's heart and stepped all over it. Anyway, go on. <laughs> all right. So we're going to fast forward to the live. Hey, everyone. Stay tuned. Little Miss Recap will be right back after these words. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And we've mm -hmm. got our girl Leslie at the live with Hawkeye. Mm. And we're going to reenact she some of this action. looks amazing. We're going to reenact. I'm oh. going to be Hawkeye. Okay. You're going to be Leslie. Okay. All right. So, um... <laughs> How are you feeling, Leslie? Tell us oh, how you're I, I mean, yeah, I, I have a little bit of a wine hangover, but um, well, do I have you. dog hair on my clothes? <laughs> um, well, Leslie, I, I want don't you know. To I feel okay. I mean, whatever. Leslie, I really want you to tell us how, you know, how you're so humiliated and this is the worst thing that's ever <laughs> happened to you in your I whole mean, life. Tell I mean, how cursed you are. I don't remember much of that date. I'm not going to lie. Like, I had to do, like, two bottles of wine to even let that guy near me. Leslie, But, you know, me, I usually date, like, young guys, young hot guys. And this guy, like, he's got the wrinkly balls and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. And Leslie, but you really need to tell us. No one ever chooses you. Doesn't that feel terrible? And now you're doing it in front of America? Tell yeah. Us. Well, I mean, when I, when I was three, my father left me. Oh, that's terrible. And now you're being left on national television. And then, and then Jeff, the biker that I married the first time, he cheated on me with the nanny. And I don't even know. And <laughs> kids, wait, she doesn't have kids. You're right. He was, you're right. It was, it was way over the top. Way over the top, way Jesse Palmer. Hawkeye, sir, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we get our Gary to come out and he talks to Leslie. And I'm going to give it to him because he just lets her rail at him, which she he basically does. does. And I want to say something, and I'm sure you can agree to this because your father had, what, six daughters? Mm -hmm. Five daughters? Five. My father, who has two strong daughters, mm -hmm. would act the same way. There's many times my dad has been like, I'm just going to sit here and take my lashes. Yes. A million, <laughs> yeah. a million, bazillion. Gary percent. is 100% a man who Raised is surrounded daughters. by mostly women. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So 
you know, she's basically just saying like, I fell in love with you for so many reasons. And then she starts to list them and it was really sad. The, mm -hmm. the way your eyes sparkle when you look at me and the way your nose crinkles when you talk to me. And I'm just like, oh, I'm feeling so mm -hmm. sad for her. Hit the Teddy Ruxpin. Bink, bink. One of the reasons I fell in love with you is how hard you love me. Oh. So she basically says, you know, dude, you fucking blindsided me. You painted a picture of what our life would look like together. And you had the choice not to tell me those things, but you did anyway. Why? Okay. I, I want to put my <sighs> hand up here and interject. Okay. What was That's the point of the show. I know. That's what they have to do. I know. He can't make it super obvious that Teresa's his choice from the get-go. Then we don't have a show. I know. You know what I mean? I know. Like, you are, Leslie, you are not the only second place runner up to be banged and discarded, my girl. He says something that I thought was pretty messed up, though. He says, I did get caught up in moments and said I loved you. And in that moment, I meant it. I believed you were my person until I suddenly realized you weren't. <laughs> it didn't go wrong. It was just better with someone else. Oh. So I think what he's trying to say, if I can, I uh, if I can, um, woman explain the man speak here. Yeah, I think what he's trying to say is like this is not your fault. It's yes. just somebody else rose up higher, and I get that. I get what he's trying to say. It's just it's hard to hear, man. It's just so, Palmer married. I think he and Leslie would make a good couple. <laughs> Not he pilot. was a bachelor, wasn't he? I think so. Let's, just, let's see if we can get. Would you cover that bachelor if they? That was a hundred percent. Like the Cougar Bachelor, I would a hundred percent. They yes. need Leslie as the Golden Bachelorette, but all the guys are in their thirties. Yes, I'm here for that. I'm here I'm for that. Here. Signing mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. All right, so we're gonna slink over to Teresa. Mm. The best part of this whole thing. Gary says, when he was looking at the volcano, he was just asking Tony, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> do I need to sleep Tony? What? 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 <laughs> I was staring at the volcano. And hit, hit the Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> My former wife comes to me in the form of hot lava. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i can't so anyway there's Teresa something about that big mountain oozing hot liquid that reminds me of my former dear god <laughs> all right i'm go i'm going i'm pretending okay. i didn't hear that go on. Teresa goes on to tell us how billy didn't get down on one knee because they were like 12 and <laughs> you know Did you whatever see the picture she put on instagram we gotta look at the picture oh you saw them okay so then hot guy walks her down the steep hill of the jungle to our gear bear who's on a tiled platform in the middle of the jungle and i'm just like why are do. we doing this As you do. like, <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so you know she starts with what i felt like was her powerpoint presentation on why she was the one and she says, you know, Gary, I know sometimes it feels like the whole world thinks that love is only for the young. But after Billy died and all I heard was blah, 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 okay. blah. I have blah. a theory. End of I have a theory. Mm -hmm. I have a theory. She knew 
that she could use Billy's memory to manipulate this game, and that's what she did. I 100% agree with you because I have said from the beginning that she's a mastermind, like, manipulator. Mm-hmm. And that tiny suitcase and those tiny clothes. Mm-hmm. Kathy tried to warn us. We didn't yep. listen. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Gary's standing on the tiled platform and he says to Teresa, how did a guy from nowhere, Indiana, end up in Costa Rica at 72 looking for love? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you signed up for a game show, weirdo. <laughs> So he gives this ridiculous speech about how much they had in common and their diner date and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. woke up and has all these mixed feelings of, how did I get here? <laughs> it's like, and then I realized you're the person. What he says, I no. Know. Says I, know. I realized you're not the right person for me to live with. Uh, uh, you're the person oh, I can't oh. live without. And she almost has a heart attack. <laughs> she almost did too because I'm like, what is happening? What is happening? Wouldn't it be amazing and if he was like, I have come to hit the Tyrex bin. Bing, bing. I have come to my senses and I need some more gabagool. <laughs> I actually, me too. I actually have in my notes that Kathy and Gabagool are losing their shit in the audience <laughs> right now. And I took a picture of it and it's so great. I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to post it in the group when we're done. Okay. All right. I have a couple things that I'm going to post, and one of them I'm really excited about. Gabagool's like, oh, what are you talking to me? I'm in the kitchen making <laughs> meatballs. Oh, Where's yeah. Luigi? Where's Mario? Yeah. <laughs> so Kathy's, or Ter- Kathy, Teresa says, <sighs> yes, they're engaged. Wah, wah, and I'm sad. because. Okay, now we need to cut to Kathy here, okay? Mm. She needs to. So why don't you go get some water? And I'll talk to Kathy, and then when you get back, we'll pick this back up. Okay. Uh, hi, Kathy. It's Amy Archer again. We've spoken oh. several times throughout the season. I'm sure oh, you remember me. Amy, of course I remember you. Thank you so much for having me on the show again. This is so nice. Kathy, you were looking amazing during this oh. episode. Um, did you have some feeling- work done, Kathy? You know, a, a real lady never tells Amy. <laughs> Kathy, what do you think of this? Like, tell me, first of all, what are your thoughts on Gary picking Teresa? And Amy. how did you know? How did you know? Amy, I told you, bitches, from the beginning that that <laughs> Teresa was manipulating this whole fucking situation. <laughs> and she got exactly what she wanted. Wah, wah. Is anybody surprised? I'm not surprised. You're not surprised. None of us are surprised. Gabagool and I drank so many <laughs> bottles of wine laughing at this shit over the last couple of weeks. Kathy. Yeah. Do you think, do you feel sorry for Leslie? Do you think she'll be okay? What What are your words for Leslie here? Um, My words for Leslie are that I really think she needs to find a good therapist because <laughs> she's dealing with so much trauma that's coming into her life these days. And I really think she's got to work on herself before she can get into a relationship, especially with a guy like Gary. Mm. Um, Let me ask you this question, Kathy. I was stunned by a little footage we had of Gary's thighs. Have you seen a little bit more of Gary's body than we have? And is it is it rocking? You know, Amy, there were a few times that I 
thought I heard some some noise coming from Leslie's room, and I Ooh. tried to take a sneak peek in there. But every time I tried to get in, Teresa would like intercept, <laughs> like we were playing pickleball, you know, <laughs> on the pickleball court. When Sandra just stole that shot, it was like it was happening all yes. over again. Let me ask you something, Amy. Oh, okay. So suppose you know. The next, the Golden Bachelorette, and it's me. Would you cover that show? Oh my God, God, Kathy, I would cover that in a heartbeat. In fact, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna word a strongly worded letter to ABC right now and demand that you are the next Golden Bachelorette. I would really appreciate that because I am not done telling my story. Well, we want to hear it, Kathy. Thank you so much for being with us. Do you have any parting words for Teresa? Any little bit of uh, wisdom you could give her on her journey with Gary? Oh, Teresa. Girlfriend, zip it. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you. Steph, you missed her. She just left. Oh, so thirsty. (laughs) I hate you. That entire time, my mouth open under the kitchen faucet. (laughs) No, if the the four people that are listening to this, no one is left. Okay, um, so right. so we we got some. Listen, Kathy wants us to cover her if she's the gold bachelorette. I'm, I'm there. I'm going to you, motherfuckers. I'm there. Okay, okay. so very going. quickly, I just want to cover a few things on the couch with Gary and Saw. Okay. So, first of all, I do have to say that Teresa fucking she looked beautiful. Sure. And I really picked on her a lot and called her saw, and I don't really feel bad about it because it's kind of the truth, but she did look beautiful, and I just want to acknowledge it. But I also want to acknowledge that I think she's wearing a wig or some kind of crazy hair extensions because the mm. hair was bad. Anywho, okay. the entire time they're sitting on this couch talking to hot guy, you know, all of the stuff going on, I am so fucking distracted by Gary mouthing everything that she's saying. Okay, so I have a asked, video of it and I recorded it and I'm going to post it. Okay, somebody asked about this in another group that I'm in and here's my answer to that. Okay. That's an audio impairment thing. Is because it? I do that and I'm hard of hearing. Uh, yes, yes. That is 100% a hard now, of hearing see, thing. I truly never thought. I mm-hmm. always think mm-hmm. of it as like a mom thing. No. Like, I, I'm not throwing shit. My husband is hard of hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and I'm so is throwing, your wife over here. Right. I'm yes. throwing no shade. I'm just saying. Yeah. No, to several me, people have noticed that. And that me, is. Yeah, yeah. To me, it was more like the mom, like mouthing what the kid's supposed to say. Telling mm-hmm. me what you did in school today. And they were like, it, you know what I mean? Almost like, like, it's I, almost I, like. It's almost like I process things slower. I totally And I get have it. to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just noted it. It's. It's kind of like a little bit endearing because he does it to everyone. Yeah. Now that you're saying it, it never even occurred mm-hmm. to me. So mm-hmm. come at me, everybody. I didn't no, no, no. Several like people that. have like, thought truly. it was weird. But I did take the video it. and it's really kind of funny. And it's one of those things like unless you are hard of hearing, you would never think that those two things are connected. And I truly never yeah. did. Yeah. Yep. No clue. So, you know, hot guys asking what happened in the overnight that changed mm-hmm, everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And our oh, boy oh, Gary. Hit the tiny rock spin. Bing, bing. 
A true gentleman doesn't kiss and tell or get blown and tell. Jesse, how often do you ask your parents that question? Which I thought was pretty great. I thought it was pretty great because Jesse Palmer is all of us in this, and he's like, oh God, I don't want to hear this. He totally is. But he just keeps saying there were moments in conversations, and he saw so many things revealed in this overnight, and no one knows what the fuck they're talking about. We're asking, the world is asking, hot guys asking. Teresa just says, I knocked his boots off. Ew. And then we mm-hmm. pan to the family mm-hmm. who's just like, oh, like the rest yeah. of us. Yeah. With my kisses. Come oh, on. Come on. She's and she, not a real, she's not a broad like Leslie. No, she's not. Leslie'd be like, I'm not telling you what happened in that fucking suite because I'm under a gag order and it's still being investigated. Absolutely. <laughs> And Teresa kind of wraps it up and just says, you know, she hopes people learn that there's no age limit in love and don't waste any time telling people that you love, that you love. So why do you think he picked Teresa? I can't figure it out. I think I I know. I think I know. I think you probably know because Mm -hmm. you figured this out long before I did. So I'm going to have you share your thoughts because I don't. I just think, so there's two things. Mm -hmm. One is in the article, in the Hollywood Reporter article, they interviewed this woman that he supposedly lived with for like almost two years after Tony died. Yeah. A lot of the things she said, we don't have verifiable evidence of this, right? Mm -hmm. Like if he weight shamed her, we don't have evidence of that. I mean, it's just her word against his. So Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But she did say that like he retired from his restaurant job in 1985 or something and then had all these odd jobs. And then he has responded and said, look, I retired and my restaurant was super profitable, which means he probably Mm -hmm. retired well. Mm -hmm. And then he said, he claims a lot of the jobs he did were because he was retired and bored and Mm -hmm. wanted to do something, Mm -hmm. but also that he liked giving back to the community. I know. I saw that. So I don't know, you know, if he's financially struggling, but Teresa Mm -hmm. is fucking loaded. Yeah, I know. So there's that. And I don't think he's, I'm not implying that he's using Teresa for her money, but I don't think he's in a position where he can support Leslie either. No, I I don't know. I don't know what I think. But here's the thing I really think was telling. Here's the thing I really think was telling. He said, I don't know if he said it to Leslie or if he said it. Yeah, I think he said it to Leslie. Or in front of Leslie. He said, Teresa, no, he might have just said to Jesse, Teresa knows how to nourish a long term relationship. Because she's been in one. She had that marriage of 40 years. Like she knows. And I think yeah. Leslie just had a little too much baggage for him. I think so too. I think you're right. I think she was the safer choice, Teresa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think. Leslie was too much of a gamble. Yeah, and I feel like he's probably like, look, I'm 72. Mm -hmm. What do I have? 10 really strong active years left, and then who knows what happens after that? I don't want to be dealing with getting you out of financial trouble, dealing with two ex-husbands, dealing with this, dealing with that. Like, I just want somebody whose life is already set and can just go right into mine live together like mesh mm-hmm. lives and yeah exactly i think and, and right. I'm, I'm i hate to throw leslie under the bus like that because we honestly don't know much about her life oh, we're projecting but, 
But I feel like, and I love Leslie, and I think he should have picked her because I think that he his life would be more of an adventure with her. But um, I, uh, I just feel like, yeah, like he wanted the safe choice, and that's Teresa. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and she knows how to be married, and I think they really bonded over the fact that they're widowed. I think so too. I think that's a huge part of it. A Me too. huge part of it. But did you see they're moving to South Carolina? I did. What do you think so of the that? Lake house, Tony's dream lake house? I guess just I fuck off. I know. Do you think it was yeah. like a fuck off thing, or do you do you think he sold it, or do you think the kids? I'm wondering if it? he gave it to one of the kids. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was keeping like, honestly, that's family. what I would do with my house because Timmy built it. It has so much mm-hmm. sentimental value. We would never sell it. I would give it to one of my kids if they wanted. Of course, of course. And by give, I mean charge full market price. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> But um, no, I, I I was happy with the season. I enjoyed it. I'm not. I don't want to. I don't need to cover their wedding. I know. I really don't need to. They get am, spoiler alert. They get married. I know. I am really sad though that it's over because I really did form a likeness to some of these ladies, and I'm really gonna miss them. Like I'm not kidding. Gabagool and Kathy are like my queens. <laughs> and Ellen, don't forget about Ellen. And Ellen, but like Gabagool and Kathy are the broads that I want here, like on Thanksgiving when we're drinking wine at the end of dinner and we're just getting nuts. Kathy, one hundred percent would smoke a cigar as well. Yes, and so would I. And I'm I not mean, saying I, right. I'm I, not I saying never have. I'm, I'm just not saying that, that is a dig in any way. I'm no. saying like there's a certain coolness to a woman yeah. who could pull off smoking a cigar. A hundred percent. And I am not one of them, but I will try. Either. I'd be choking and gagging, but that's just For me. Sure. I'm going to miss them though. And I'm going to miss talking about this. And I'm going to miss recording too. these. I'm going to miss Kathy. Me too. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah. If you haven't already, check out our other shows. Steph and I do Married at First Sight. We do. And I'm going to say, keep putting your comments in our Facebook group, because I think Kathy's going to start reading some comments of the week. Oh, Kathy. Kathy. Tell us about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Leave us a review, guys. Yeah. Maybe Kathy will read the reviews. We got a positive review about our perimenopause talk. <laughs> really? Isn't that nice? That is nice because let me tell you something. This past weekend was a fucking struggle. There we go. I am not in a good way, you guys. When I told you, go ahead. I slept. Maybe an hour and a half last night between changing clothes and sweating and freezing and sweating and then freezing and sweating. Mm-hmm. Finally, at like 3.52, and I'm not even exaggerating, is when I came downstairs and turned the television on and we were back to Gilmore Girls. Because like, mm. I just have to give in. And I'm just lying in bed with a real low-key anxiety thinking about ways in which my children are going to get hurt. Timmy's going to leave me. The planet's going to catch on fire. You know, just stuff Everyday like that. stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's yeah. happening in the world. Yeah. Although I did, I did watch an episode of Gilmore Girls, but then I watched two episodes of The Crown. So good. Yeah. So good. Really Amanda good. and I are covering The Crown, guys. I so know. check those episodes out. Um, also, I guess we can announce our next plan. Do you want to announce our plan? We can. So we're we're not set on exactly what yet, but Steph and I are going to do either a Hallmark movie or a Lifetime movie. Mm-hmm. So that will be coming at you around Christmas time. Yep. So Should we'll we see, make how, like see a how poll? You make it. 
maybe maybe like, maybe I can group. put some options in the Facebook group. Backdoor friends, if you're not in there, link is in the show notes. Get in there. Get in there. It's a good time. Um, yeah, maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll pick a few options yeah. and we'll throw it in there. Yes, um, that's gonna be fun. We're looking you know, for something. We ridiculous. we came to that because we're looking for something to fill the Virgin River void hole that we have in our lives mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. now. Although the next two episodes are amazing, I can't wait. And um, you know, I feel like these movies will do that. The absurdity, so. the ridiculousness, yeah. the cheesiness. I mean, we're not doing it to like you know win any like awards. It's literally mm-hmm. just for fun. So yeah, it's a good yeah. time. Although if we get nominated for an Emmy, like, I'll take it. I mean, I'll take it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We've really enjoyed covering this show. We'll be back if they do a Golden Bachelorette or a Golden Bachelor Season 2. We will 100% be back. And um, follow the show, share it, leave us a review, and jump on Little Miss Recap Extra, Mm -hmm. which is our subscription service. And there you get uh, Sister Wives content, ad-free content, and you just help support the show, and it really helps out. Which is great. All right. Thanks, my friend. friends. Love you, Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.